What's up, guys? <laughs> Welcome Whoa, back to I, the Puckish like Podcast. I like the energy. Uh, today we have all four of us finally reunited. It's like, yeah. it's like the Avengers. So yeah, shout um, out to shout out to the the fallen Avenger. Before you start, yes, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Oh, may, no. he, may he rest in peace. Now yeah. you made us. Okay. Now can we? Not, <laughs> that's, a, that's a very low energy. <laughs> start okay, now. Okay, sorry, <laughs> Just brought the energy right down. Sorry, sorry. Such a Debbie Downer, Nigel. Anyway. Um. Actually, a few days ago, I was um, I was watching this guy called Nick Bear on YouTube, mm. as I do normally every night before I sleep. Oh, you watch uh, him every night before you <laughs> sleep. <laughs> I actually do. It's not. It's not even a joke. I actually watch this guy so much because I'm uh, doing circuit breaker. I started running a lot more, and of course, we did that challenge where all of us started running, right? And sometimes when I felt like I couldn't run or I was really not motivated to run. I started looking for videos on YouTube about, you know, just other people who are running and doing running challenges just to pump myself up before going. Right. And I stumbled upon this guy called Nick Bear and he had this Why I Run video. It was shot really cinematically and it was edited really well and it kind of really pumps you up and gets you in the zone to run. <laughs> but what what I found really intriguing was his body type wasn't that of a typical runner. He was like, he's really buff and he's a fast runner, which is rare because if you're a long-distance runner, most of the time you're not that size. So I've been following him a lot recently and he recently launched this app. This is not a paid ad, but he recently launched this app <laughs> and I even considered <laughs> buying this app and following his training routine because I just wanted to look like this guy because he's so freaking like, he's like the epitome of running and f- and weightlifting, like merged into one amazing human. <laughs> What <laughs> Are you sure this is not paid ad? What's the affiliate but link? Are you going to drop point, the link now? <laughs> actually, I don't even know what the, ad, the app is called. But the point is, I found myself even uh, contemplating buying this app. And it's like, you know, it's like $99 or something like that for the rest of the year. And I was, and I, I kind of like just took a, took a step back and I asked myself, like, why am I even considering this? You know, is this even worth it? Like, why do I want to be like this guy so much? Why do I want to, why do I want to have a body like this guy when... I mean, body is like nowhere near him and it probably takes, it will take years and years and years and I probably would never even reach his standard because so many things play a part. But I asked myself like, oh, why am I idolizing this guy so much, you know? Mm. And that's when I kind of came and asked you guys whether, you know, whether we should talk about this, talk about this on the podcast because um, personally for me, I started exercising or rather going to the gym kind of just before NS because I was like oh shit I need to pass my IBPT you know I need to get fit before going to NS but before that I actually had a lot of issues with uh, my body image because I was really skinny and I was like constantly made fun of in in school for being the shortest guy I was short in in primary school and secondary school I feel the anger (laughs) I was the shortest guy in like in my class and I was constantly made fun of and then I just grew really tall and I mean I shot up in poly la. then I was super skinny for the, oh, my three four years in poly and even in NS I was really really skinny and it was something that I had to deal with so I thought that would be an interesting topic for us to talk about today which is our male body image issues and you know whether we have gone through anything like this and whether we can just have a discussion about it la, you know and then see where it goes wait before we begin right what did they call you last time what did they call me? Why, why yeah. you wanting? Why you want to dig up the the, <laughs> the past hurt? 
Like I want to see the anger from Vin. <laughs> no, I I don't think they like. Well, they just called me like short fat, you know, oh. like the, the standard stuff, or. It was always between me and this other guy in class. We were the two shortest guys and we were always trying to compete to not be the shortest guy. And then mm. you feel so much better. And you literally would make fun of each we would make fun of each other if we were the shortest. So it's not like I was also making fun of people who were shorter than me because I wanted to take it out on someone else right. that was shorter. It was, it was like this constant battle to not be the worst or not be the shortest. And you, you kind of feel it in every aspect because I was in a boys' school. You you play football. If you're small size, you just get bullied. You do it, yeah. size does matter in when you're growing up, you know, and all these things. So, yeah, there was just it's just so many different levels of like different experiences that you go through as being small size, but you know, and then you also I guess you also would feel the same if you are really big in school. So it's like anyone who is out of the ordinary would be made fun of, right, in some way. In secondary school or in primary school, were mm. you considered as a misfit back then, or were uh, you just made fun of because of your size? I would. I think I was like abnormally short. Uh. <laughs> what, like, what was your height then? What was what's abnormally short? Uh, I think I was. It like sounds like f- we never go through all these problems. One, only f- one five <laughs> something, maybe one, one, five one something. One five something in sec four. Sec three. Yeah, oh. then maybe like one six something is one sixty or something like that in sec four. Wow, I need to have what you were having back then, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ever had a growth spurt in the first place. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what's, your, what's your height? What's your height now? Dude, I was like one five something, right, for the longest time, eh? <laughs> and then, and then, but I think when I was in one like one six plus, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. So you you grew you were when you were one six plus. How old were you when, when you reach your your height? I think it was seventeen, uh, sixteen, seventeen ish. But what about so. what about in secondary school? How how did, how did you compare to the rest of the guys? Dude, I was like the shortest and the fattest. Eh? I was excluded from tough club because <laughs> huh? I was being like a, a what's it called? Uh, I I was a considered as a risk case. I would say. Risk a risk case. case. Yeah. So so if let's say right, if something happens to me, right, the school doesn't want to have the liability of oh. like you know, me dying and things like that. Oh. What? Yeah, I did not know this existed. Yeah, so so just 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 to make a guess, right? Guess what's my weight when I was in primary school? Uh, I, um, when I, I was think, in I think primary this, six, regardless, it's gonna be offensive. Seventy. Seventy. <laughs> yeah, I would say seventy. Close, close. close. I would say sixty-five. Okay, okay. Actually, like, yeah, it, I was seventy-two, man, wow. when I was primary six. Shit, so like that's this my weight really now. <laughs> and your and your height. What's your what was your height? I think it was one five or one four something, one five something only. So I was like the, I think I was like a very chunky, uh, slab of meat that that was just filled with fat. Oh if no. if I, w- <laughs> I mean, for those who don't know, right, Tough Club is actually stands for Trim and Fit Club, and is introduced to um what in in primary school, right? Yeah, yeah. I was for, in the Tough Club. Oh really? You are you serious? Really? I didn't know. Yeah, I was. So you were overweight was, last time. I was, yeah, just just a bit overweight. Um, huh. Enough to qualify for tough club. I, I don't think this? it was just for overweight kids, right? It was also for really, really skinny kids, right? I think. Is it? Um, I don't know. At least in my school, there were some really, really skinny kids who joined tough club, to to put on a bit more muscle. Yeah, oh. but I I remember mostly I wasn't skinny. I was like more on the overweight side. Um, but I I've, I guess like in terms of like body image, it definitely like takes a. 
you kind of get categorized into a certain group of people um, once you enter like tough club but for me yeah I, I didn't really f- I don't know thinking back I don't know if I let it affect I did let it affect me um, but I had fun in tough club I played a lot of sports there like floorball and stuff so I, I enjoyed it but I don't know thinking back but isn't there a stigma to it yeah, like, oh, yeah you is, cannot I even think. have re- recess you're so fat you cannot even have recess yeah there's what? certain stigma to it yeah like you can't um, you get your food you get gets shorter limited. recess or something yeah your, your shorter <laughs> recess or your food gets limited and then you have to skip or, or do something during tough club <laughs> then eat faster uh. <laughs> that's probably what they did right <laughs> and then they have some I, I remember some milk product like some low fat milk that you can drink um, instead so it's a bit weird and but I can Wait. see how it definitely affected people. Do, do you know how you gain weight when you were young? Yes. Yes. Like, do you, what's your earliest memory of, of, of realizing that you guys were all a bit overweight or a bit different from the rest of the kids? Najee, you're so polite, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very delicate subject, you know. I'm it trying is, to it is. skirt around the issue. This is why you do PR, right, Nigel? Because <laughs> you. You care for people's feelings. I try to, but <laughs> in front of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Once it's cut, right? That's it. Yeah. yeah. Fuck all you fat fucks. <laughs> <laughs> caught, caught. Uh, I think for me, um, uh, I wasn't given a, a lot of supervision. La. So as a kid, I had a lot of access. I had a lot. Of, I would say I had enough pocket money to buy breakfast, lunch and dinner just for lunch alone. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so breakfast is the typical um, canteen food la, which is boring, yeah. and I, I didn't have any restrictions because I was um, a uh, a freak case, right? Yeah. Um, Wait, so how how old was this? Uh, I was nine, I, I think. Okay. Yeah, nine ten. Um, and then I I was overweight. I wasn't obese yet. So like the journey to obesity, right? Uh, was when I was, I think, what, 11, 12 when I had, I had more autonomy in making food decisions. Mm. So after after school, McDonald's was really close by. And then like, uh, since I, I could afford it, I just bought like Happy Meal, two Happy Meals, two ice cream sundaes. Wow. And then... Uh, what, your pocket money a lot? Uh? That's why I want you have $15 every day. <laughs> yeah, it was about $10. Uh. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah, this primary school. $10 in primary yeah. school. Primary school, yeah. I got like, I got like, Two dollars a day, or like one dollar a day, or something. <laughs> yeah, oh, I would like. Shit, can I have food for for lunch and dinner? Then I just pout, <laughs> and then I oh. get stuff. <laughs> this reminds <laughs> me of the of the father episode where you said that you 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 used to get your way because you were like, you know, emotionally guilt trip your your parents. <laughs> yeah, I just do the puppy dog eyes, right? And then yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it was excessive la, But back then, I didn't realize what was good for me and what was bad for me. Because like nobody really stopped me and surprisingly I wasn't really that fat shame much, you know. Uh, until uh I don't know, people were just very polite and very nice. Um I was only bullied in religious class. <laughs> Cause oh. that one got two got dual uh, uh what is it called? Um freakiness I would say. I oh. couldn't speak Malay very well. Cause uh, religious class everybody speaks Malay what? And oh. then like uh, I was the fat kid lah. Yeah, oh. so 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 I was, was bullied on stop. That's why I hated it there. But like when I went to like my daily life, which is ninety yeah. percent of the time, uh, I was uh, I was quite happy. The happy kid that you see, uh, like people like Jonah Hill, Jack Black, kind of persona. 
I would say like you <laughs> you just you, you know Jonah Hill was constantly mocked until he 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 got so sick of it and and he he lost he, a lot of weight right yeah he lost a lot of weight mm. yeah uh. he he's my Fitzbo idol though he's my new wallpaper twenty twenty Amiro not not Nick Bar. <laughs> uh, dude I hate running Running will never be My, my motivation <laughs> No you should watch More Nick Bear then yeah. <laughs> He's my Papa Bear Maybe I watch Yue Chin and Vin Vinoff Yue Chin Wait so So you were 9 years old And then You only made, made fun of In religious class Which is what, 1 or 2 hours a day Is it? Ah, uh, 1 or 2 hours a week A week So yeah. So you didn't Feel different You didn't like uh, I don't know you you just kept on eating or were you aware then you just you know didn't care um i didn't care a lot uh, like like it, it didn't really bother me until um maybe but i i was i think yeah surprisingly i was mocked by by religious class and by not my family but my cousins and all that the most oh. so so i really hated those times so maybe uh, now now that i think back about it yeah maybe that's why I, I kind of hated like meeting them also because I know I'll be like, mocked <laughs> and ridiculed. <laughs> but like, like you know, um, all these are swept under the rug la, back then. Like, or, or not really swept under the rug, but maybe you couldn't process the emotions. Right. Yeah. That's that's interesting because like, I, I understand the part about the family because being on the, being on the, like if you're skinny, people will normally see it skinny as being better than being fat. But then, Is it? I, I, mm. I think, I think when, at least here when people say people are more likely to say oh you're so skinny than oh you're so fat yeah like I for some reason because I know growing up in when I when I was with my a lot of a lot of my dad's side of the family they were always every time I see them like oh you're so skinny oh you're so skinny oh you're so skinny but it's not it's like I don't know whether it's a compliment or not or like what what it was but it definitely stuck in my head la. and it, and it, it it did get to me at a certain point because like I was I was like, uh, I just, I just really found it. I found it really annoying that people were just like constantly just talking about how skinny I was. Like, oh, he's so skinny, so skinny, so skinny, mm. and mm-hmm. they didn't really say like, because they were on the heavier side, almost all yeah. of them, oh. and then no one <laughs> said anything about their weight. But, but when someone is super skinny, it's just like they constantly talk about it. Mm-hmm. So right. I was just like, uh, some sort of double standard there, I guess. I think it's yeah. to do with how family conversations go, so especially with extended family. Cause you you have nothing else to talk about every like you know, like every celebration, every birthday celebration you meet them, then you, I don't know the the first thing that it veers towards is like your appearance, yeah, or you gain weight lah, or you, you know how 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 are you doing uh, apart from all the usual how are you doing, it's always about physical appearance right right, so it's just like a function of how, I think Singaporeans conversations work, <laughs> in general, yeah. I guess so, but I yeah. guess it that that's kind of sad, also, right? If that's what they, it's the only thing that they can talk about, it's like <laughs> how it's like oh, you are so skinny, and then that's that's it, like you know, like not like how school, but like you know what what's going on in your life apart from just your physical appearance. Yeah. Unless I mean, I think right now, if I w- if I were to see a friend I hadn't seen in a long time. Maybe I would say something like, "Oh, you've, you've lost weight." I wouldn't. You maybe you wouldn't use the term like "you're so skinny," "you're so skinny," or "you're so fat." Mm. I think I think those two are like very extreme, la, You know, a bit more extreme. But again, again, with family members and like generational differences, that's how they just how they used to talk, right? That's just normal, I guess, for yeah, them. The bluntness of it. Wait, yeah, did any of you act out 
did any of you act out when like you know like in anger I don't know in front of family members or in front of the madrasa teacher <laughs> I think I did uh, for me uh, oh. yeah family members have for sure like, like outbursts of at them? anger like oh. yeah <laughs> like like a really small kid like one five something or one four something <laughs> 70 <laughs> kid joke kid <laughs> I I don't know what harm can he cause, right? I I I would love to like uh, reimagine that scenario. Maybe I should try looking at my old pictures. Um, but but uh, yeah, I, I think why, I did uh. Why Why do you get angry? Do you can you recall? Because well, I think it was the um hurt mentality whereby like what Vinishat la, like the family when you when you talk about it and then like there's nothing else to talk about and then it becomes like a common topic amongst everybody else and it gets really annoying. Yeah, so yeah. How, wait, Ni- know, Nigel, what about you? Like, what, what was your childhood like? I, I don't know, because eh, I always grew up quite like, not not skinny, but not fat. Then always like exercise. I mean, not not exercise, but always play football. Mm. So, so, so you were, the, you were the right in the middle. Eh? Yeah, He's yeah, a yeah. poster boy of yeah. like HPB man. But me one to sec four, all poster boy every year. Yeah. <laughs> Sailing through life, you know. <laughs> no lah. So My look yeah, is uh, coming for you, man. <laughs> I... I I, w- I wasn't bullied for for you know being fat too fat or too skinny it was just I think any any sign of any sign where you show you're a bit different then then you get you get called out for so mine wasn't really physical appearance wise mm-hmm. like my mine was more like oh I just didn't fight back or things like that yeah so so I, d- I don't think I had this like like body image issues growing up um Oh, but oh, I I I do I do remember something because we, since we are on the topic of body image, right? Because I remember breaking my nose very early on, right? So so my nose is uh. like a bit crooked, and then and then um, yeah, I didn't set it back properly, so so it it grew like quite crooked, and then people would make fun of of it, lor. Like they would like, oh, you hey, why you crooked nose, yeah? Why you, why you broke your nose? Why you broke your nose? And it's things like that, lor. But it didn't really affect me then because. I don't know. I was a bit stupid, I guess. <laughs> but it's not easy to fight back, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or anything. Yeah, but but yeah, that's just growing up, lah. In 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 a Singapore school, in a, especially in a boys' school. Like mm. anyway, you look different. If that's you look a little bit more plump, if you look a bit short. But I I do okay. Having said that, right, I do remember making fun of a a, a short guy in my school. And but but we are friends now, <laughs> so all's good. From all's good. Vin, so Vin almost so almost reached out and, and tried to punch yeah, you. Yeah, so yeah. what what kind of stuff were you, so, you say to this so guy? So so this oh. guy so this guy is like my 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 close friend now. Yeah. But but I remember I remember him being the most annoying kid in the class, and everyone would bully him. So I would just join in. You know, I'll be like, "Hey, fuck, like so annoying." Then the, you know, like they will push him around things like that, and and. The the reason why I asked you whether you all acted out right, but because, uh, the way he acted out was to, was to be like even more annoying. Like I realized the 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 smaller boys in my class, uh, tend to play out their the character that people say that they are, like mm. like for example they like oh you you short and tiny and then you like you know tiny terror or like you mm-hmm. you are so annoying because you are so short and you are so. So so there were two in particular where where they were extra annoying. So I think they played it up even more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and 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 I okay, and it was not just boys uh, who who bully him because he was short. Um, it was also teachers. 
Because I remember my maths <laughs> teacher. Teachers. Yeah, my, I remember my maths teacher was like, I, I don't want to say his name. <laughs> my maths teacher was like, uh, so and so, you will not have friends when you grow up in life. Because you're, you're, you're annoying. But that all stemmed from because he was bullied for being short and then he acted out by being a little bit more like like a bit like pester mm. people and and he'll pester the teachers also and then the teacher said like oh you know you, so, you grow up with no friends so you think it was caused by bullying the, like i i yeah i do think i do think that that his behavior was exacerbated a little bit by by people calling him short mm. yeah I, i i never really talked to him about how he felt at the time but i think he he did mention uh much later uh in life like when when he he because he, he did undergo some growth spurt like in from 19 to like now he's still growing a little bit bit by bit <laughs> to now so he's about yeah he's about my height now which is about 180 cm or 179 oh. so he he used to be the shortest guy in class right and then i think from the time in poly all the way to army right people from secondary school would see him outside and they'd be like oh my god so and so you grown so much already like I can barely even recognize you. And then I remember him thinking like, I remember him saying like, oh, yeah, it's more like a fuck you. Like, like yeah, you are the one who who used to bully me for being short and now look at you. Like, you're, you're much shorter than me, you know? Like, that, there's <laughs> a bit of that resentment. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so he feels that. La. Yeah, yeah. He, he he did mention that he feels a little bit of that. Like, not not mm. not so much like, not resentment anymore but he remembers feeling resentment at a point of time and it's more yeah. like now it's like yeah f- well <laughs> like yeah. you you act so nice in front of me now but like i remember you growing up that kind of thing yeah i kind of had that feeling when i i bump into people mm. like my secondary school friends when i was in poly because they were all shocked about how much i yeah. i grew in like a year mm. they they didn't some of them didn't even recognize me and they were like what like And yeah. the, their, but it's true. Their approach to you is completely different, and it's and it's entirely okay. It's, I I would put it down to actually a mix of you know going to poly and then a, a bit of a maturing mm. a bit mentally. Yeah. But yeah. also because like I wasn't short anymore. I wasn't like <laughs> that same size anymore, and it really did uh make a difference lah. So the, in that sense that it in that after after dealing with that and like. I kind of I kind of thought like yeah you know about the size is like very important you know you need to if you're not a certain height or if you're not but the next thing I wanted to do is like oh I'm I was too skinny so I wanted to like you know not be so skinny anymore and stuff yeah. but that was another thing lah but the fact that I wasn't short anymore I was very thankful for that lah but I realized <laughs> that that's important that body like oh your size is that important you know you just need to be big and once you're big then you really have that. Respect. I think because I was a guy from a boys' school, uh, and then I think that size is very important there. That's how. That's how the most of the time the hierarchy is determined. <laughs> yeah, size. Yeah. <laughs> By how big you are and how the, how how strong you are. Uh. The most primal way. Yeah. Or if you're really good in sports, uh. Yeah. Again, yeah. primal way. <laughs> Nigel, it takes all the boxes so far. Eh. That's why. Yeah. Maybe yeah, uh, boxer. Like, like, yep. It's me, like the just like the yeah. jock of of the school. Yeah. Right? Damn, Nigel. You know what? Oh. I think this is a very good panel. You know, we have very diverse. Uh, experiences <laughs> now <laughs> so what about YJ then where you were you were also in you were, so you were in the middle of uh, Nigel and Amiro yeah, yeah I, w- I, w- I would think so maybe I wasn't like 70kg at 140 or 150 like Amiro mm. but <laughs> but I was I was slightly overweight and 
I, I kind of know the cause of it is because my, my dad like to feed me like Kit, Kit Kat chunk. Those don't blame your dad. Big, right? How dare you blame your dad? <laughs> no, you, it's true. You right? open your mouth. <laughs> he gave it to me. <laughs> I didn't. Have, I couldn't afford it at that time, so he gave it to me. Um, and then, yeah, I was... Because, actually, I think it comes down a lot to also eating habits. Like, I don't think my, my family had good like eating habits even until now, like sugar drinks or like, um, you know, chili, um, food, all that. Um, but I think I was lucky because I was very active in sports or playing in, in school. Um, so it kind of balanced out. And that's why I also enjoyed um, Tough Club also because I felt that it was a way to play more sports, uh, just play more in general. But I remember feeling that I think there was a time in, in secondary school where I really truly, where I started feeling that my body could, like at that time, the, of course, all our bodies were changing at, when we were teenagers, but it was a time where you felt more um, aware about the changes and, and what it meant. So I think by that time, we were also exposed to more um, media about how guys should look and yeah. How, yeah. how our heroes looked a certain way. Um, and then I remember I started just doing push-ups like like more and more I just wanted to to just look a certain when way when was this? sec 1 or something uh, sec 1, sec 2 that period um, yeah I just, just I would just I just became more conscious of how I looked like how my, my shoulders looked or how big I wanted uh, my, my my biceps to be you know those kinds of things where when you you just think more about your body and more aware of the image that you portray on your through your body um, but this is because you saw you saw media or you saw like people in film that look that that way, or was it because I, of girls? No, not really because of <laughs> girls. Like, like I, no, honestly, at that time, not really because of girls. Um, it it was I think more of. I actually don't really know where it, where it, there's a I don't think there's a particular place where it came from. I think it's just general like, it's part of growing up and also, I guess media will probably play a part in it. Because I think sec one, sec two, that period, we definitely are more aware of the male figures around us, and yeah, and yeah. the certain people you look up to. Because like, especially when you're into sports, like you know, certain footballers look a certain way. They celebrate, they take out their shirt, like wow, Beckham not bad, lah. How to, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that kind of thing, you know. Then yeah, you slowly um be more aware, or, um yeah, like mm. was like, you know, for you guys was there a time where you just started being aware of your body and wanting it to be a certain way. Yeah, in a weird way, it's like when you, when I start joining gym with you all, it's when I start noticing more about how I don't like mo- the way my body looks. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so weird. Body, because, uh. Yeah, because only when you start gymming and then you start looking at yourself more and more, right? I don't know, either in the mirror or, yeah. or whatever, then you're just like, oh fuck, like this could be better, this could be better, you could trim more fat here, blah, blah, blah. blah. But so why like, do you start gymming way. in the first place? Yeah, it's because of them. Like the only reason why I gym is because like I I go with them. So it so was both a, it was of them starting started off as a friend. In yeah, body, it was uh. starting off as a friend thing, and then like going just going with friends, having fun. Then suddenly like mo- when the more you go, then the more you like oh you don't really like the way you look, like you don't really like the way your muscles are developing. Blah blah. blah. Yeah. I, I how about how about Amiral? Um, I think I I started when I was. 15 or 16 uh, because uh, I was such uh, 
I was sent to the hospital uh, for a doctor's consultation, and then he advised, he told me that if I don't change my lifestyle, I would die or something. Huh? So that, that freaked out <laughs> my mother. La. Oh, this doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all these fear mongering techni- techniques. La. Because I realized right now, um, I think only two people were sent to the hospital for consultations. Um, per se, with, with a nutritionist back then. And then, like, back then, um, we didn't have a lot of access to um, online medium, right? And their words were the holy grail. I mean, like, yeah, it shouldn't be uh, doubted or like, or, and things like that by, by your parents, especially. So, yeah, my, uh, my mom brought me to the doctor and then like, she cried and I'm like, oh, I hate seeing my mom cry. Yeah. And so I decided to make a change then. And I decided to join a gym. Like she signed up, signed me up with a personal trainer. That was that was that was the worst. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she signed me up with like some bodybuilder, you know. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, I, I had the experience too. Like my mom signed me up with some bodybuilder personal trainer. Huh? In poly. Before. Yeah, I think in poly. Because oh, both your mom so nice to you. It was all <laughs> in the. For me, it was under the guise of like um preparing for NS. Right. Uh, yeah. For me, yeah, I guess I it was under the guise of like though she didn't want to lose me lah because yeah, I want you to like, die. <laughs> yeah, uh, so many like health complications, uh, and I guess it worked. Uh. but it was also it, it led down a onto a path of um, I I, I don't know how do you put this like uh, into a dark path whereby like what y'all have shared like oh you kind of hated your body and and things like that. So for me back then, I I wanted quick results, and. I think one of the or my cousins, uh, she worked at a farmer's farmer farmer's pharmacy, I think, yeah. and then she she sold slimming pills to my mom. Back then, it wasn't really regulated. Oh really? Uh, oh yeah, before yeah, the yeah. whole this is a slim Pierpong, ten. Andrea. Back, back yeah, Andrea, yeah, yeah, precisely. Yeah, twenty twenty oh six, twenty oh five, twenty oh six. That that era, yeah. yeah, and then like yeah, and then I I, I was so hooked on it. Like, I lost like twenty. Also, oh, you took kilos. slimming pills. Yeah. And I didn't even know anything about it. I'm like, oh. Whoa. I didn't know what the repercussions were. It wasn't well researched. Wait, so what and did your bodybuilder say about all this? Uh, I mean, like, I mean, I, I was looking up to him. What? So he was like, oh. obviously he's on a lot of gear. <laughs> <laughs> so for him, he's, uh, the string tools are nothing. Don't, uh. don't slander him. Allegedly, he's on, on you know, things. Or he openly told you, like, uh, <laughs> after this, after sending pills, you need to inject this. And then after <laughs> that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe he he solved some potential in me. Like this this boy Babad, right? <laughs> can can become muscles. Got got a lot of uh, potential for growth there. Uh, so so, so what how do you to your body after that? Yeah, taking those things. Um, I there were a lot of like, side effects. Um, I couldn't sleep. My hair was um dropping. Um, I was very very restless. Uh, my well, heart. How much do you take and how like for mm, how long? I think the 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 dose was about twice a day. Um, right. I took for about three months, I think. Yeah, and how much weight but, do you lose? Mm, Thirty plus. Uh, I, I dropped oh. from one. Oh. I think at my heaviest, right? I was one two seven kilos. By the way, wow, heaviest. Whoa, one two seven kilos. Yeah. What the? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And now, now, now I'm like about eighty plus, eighty seven ish. Wow. Mm. So, yeah. so, like so much of it is muscle. <laughs> no man now it's a uh, happy 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 fluff muscle, <laughs> yeah. and, muscle and kick <laughs> yeah muscle and kick so 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 the slimming pills you took twice a day and you lost how much um i think i lost about 30 kilos uh, over over how long three months 
Wow, fuck. Whoa. So yeah. they work lah. It work, it work, it work. Because uh, uh, I was, uh, I had a food diary before I shifted to my current house. I I, I saw, because I, I was, I didn't know I had a food diary and I was detailing uh, how much I ate. Wow, that's good. Yeah, but I didn't know. Stop the it, ca- YJ, no. The <laughs> calories. The food diary is good. The oh. calories, uh, I mean, like, I didn't know the calories, calorie, calorie breakdown back then, but I yeah. wrote down, oh, at lunch, I had chicken rice, half plate and half chicken with how many like uh, wow. chicken thighs or whatever. Right. Then um, I, I calculated mentally uh, because I'm better at gauging that now. And it's about per day on average, I only eat like 1.1k calories, which shouldn't be like uh, oh, what you should eh? Yeah. But, so, yeah. But, so, Wait, so you, were you exercising? Uh, nope. <laughs> So you're just taking the pills. Yeah, see this is all like, you know, them bad, right? I was I was gymming, but uh I wouldn't call that gymming properly, like like I, I gymmed without a purpose. Uh even in poly also I gym without a purpose. I just gym for the sake of hanging out with my friends, my cool friends over there, YJ and Nigel. <laughs> you know we uh, gym poly, to hang out with you. Yeah, you know in poly uh Amiro could do one hundred kg bench press. I mean, and he was the coolest. He was the coolest yeah, boy. Then, in then town. he walked around with his chest puffed up. <laughs> yeah. You know the bodybuilder walk. You, yeah. You got lats. You got something underneath your armpit. Like cannot fit through the door. <laughs> uh, he was yeah, stuck yeah. at the door. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> all, all these of uh, 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 false uh, pretenses. Uh, uh, looking back, like the the rap didn't count. All all this fake hype man. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why, like you know, you grew up with nobody telling you that you're doing something wrong, right? Yeah. Like, yeah you just I guess all all of us just didn't know better. Yeah. <laughs> so so, what made you stop taking the slimming pills? Uh, because uh, it got regulated and then it got more expensive. And oh, no. yeah. So then, what happened to your body after that? Did did it uh, would it react badly? Like, yeah, withdrawal? I gained back the weight. Oh, you gained back, back all the weight. Uh, it wasn't so bad. I was about twenty something kilos. I was hundred and ten when I graduated. Wow, graduated from, from secondary school. Wow, oh my, I was very young to take that. Yeah, like, yes. yeah. Mm. So please, uh, I- I'm happy. I'm happier that, like, uh, information is more. Uh, you can access all these uh, things more prevalently now, and a lot more things are more regulated, lah. Or else you don't even know what you're putting inside your body. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you have you do you have like, similar cases like that also? No, never. Never took supplements and slimming pills in my life. Not even protein powder. Mm. Protein powder, yes. Yeah. But Ever, uh, Nigel take protein powder before, right? Yeah, yeah, I have. But that's not yeah, that's not slimming what. But okay, so so when you when you all started gymming, then how were y'all like like you all were saying that you started noticing th- th- things in your body that you were insecure about, right? And things that it became more obvious. I think that's I also noticed that when I started going to the gym. Because you look at the people around you in the gym also, like yeah. at, at first at first I remember when the first time I went to the gym it was sec 4 and my school had a gym so I signed up for it and my, when one of my friends was saying that oh you need to go to the gym you know like you're like too skinny too short and then you know you just <laughs> need to like <laughs> you need to buff up and then the only way you can stop people from making fun of you is to like be be like strong and like muscular then I was like, I was like oh yeah okay I think that's that's, that's true then I, I signed yeah, up for makes the sense. gym I was like yeah it makes sense <laughs> signed up for the gym and I went to the gym right I was just like cause okay so the gym is obviously the where all the really muscular people gather in in a place, right? In school, all the new urban whale yeah. male wearing <laughs> whale. Uh, this is, this is a new urban whale. Now, now that's what we are now. New urban <laughs> whale. Oh, <yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> and canoe polo and water polo fucks. Oh my goodness. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So my school water polo team, all the boys then buff, right? Then they were all just yeah. out there. Yeah. And I felt super, super insecure. I remember that feeling when I went in the first time, right? I didn't want to do anything <laughs> yeah. because like I was I was the smallest, like skinniest guy there. Everyone's like super ripped. And they're all mm. just like you know, wearing like like those damn tight tank tops and everything. Then <laughs> I'm just like, what am I doing here? Why why like and I I did I did do it I did do some exercises but I never got seriously into it because I just felt too insecure every time I went to the gym and I felt that I only would do it if there was wasn't that very crowded and I didn't want to do any exercises there so it wasn't very successful in secondary school uh. the only time I started doing it more was when it was in poly and I started like exercising more and gearing up for NS eventually in NS lah because this was like maybe first or second year of poly but then I also started like looking online for tips or like for videos or like workout routines and things like that and then that's when you that's when I think you go down this rabbit hole that I, I'm sure you guys have also had experience of like you meet people that will tell you that you need to take this you need to take or oh, you need to eat protein you need to take creatine then you need to, I don't know what lah, like all this all the different supplements you need to take pre-workout you need to take pre-workout yeah. because you, you need to get pumped and then um then they give you all these websites and you buy buy these supplements and then yeah they will help you and then you also watch YouTube and you you watch people you watch like bodybuilders or lift powerlifters on YouTube then you you get influenced by what they tell you to buy and what they say you should be doing and focusing on because you think that it works for them so it should work for me and uh, yeah I think and then that's, that's when you really get you get you get quite negatively affected by it because you know that you're not that size yet and you it takes a, a, a long time to reach that size and you keep looking at yourself and you are like oh I'm not reaching that size yet I wonder why what am I doing wrong what am I doing wrong and I think yeah that that, that was a that was definitely I mean you once you see some uh, progress it's good like you, you then you start going to the gym more because you wanna but it takes a long time in order to, for you to like you know really and you need to your diet needs to be proper but my diet wasn't that great I was yeah. still eating the same things so that's why I probably wasn't wasn't gaining a lot of muscle. Genetically also, I think my metabolism is very high. So <laughs> there's all these factors that play <laughs> that play into it. But I mean, did you guys have any experience with with like these supplements or or getting influenced by people that you met in the gym to to? I I have a question before that though. Um, when when you were introduced to all this, right? Did you were you really very excited? Like, oh my god, I'm going to be finally be gonna be very big yeah. one day. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. I guess in in. In some ways, I thought like, oh, this is the this is the way to become muscular, and but I also now looking back, right, I didn't really go to the gym super often. Maybe I went to the gym like once or twice a week, but then I still expected to see like results. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, I went to ex- I exercise like twice a yeah. week, but I was yeah. still eating really unhealthily. I was eating like McDonald's quite often and like fast food and all this stuff. Yeah, didn't really think about my diet. I was, and then I'll probably have like. A protein shake after the gym. Then I'm like, oh, should, well, how come I'm not buff now? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Why is not working? Like, everyone else is everyone else is buff. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's there's so many things that I was very misinformed about. I think, and it was just some, and a lot of it was just based on just random people you talk to, and they'd be like, just take protein after the gym, then you confirm gain muscle, and like you know, just that's it's not that simple. I don't know, yeah. but I think YJ is the most uh, informed about our supplements. I think he's. You, uh, you you share the most supplement knowledge with me, man. Yeah, mm. BCAA. Where, where uh, do you get all this knowledge from? 
Yeah, please, please impart this knowledge. Please impart some of this knowledge on us. Internet, but actually, I feel that Miriam has the most like knowledge. No, it, on stop. supplements. Just, just tell us what it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even know what it is. Um, way What do you learn? What do you learn? What, what do you start learning about? And then you know, how do you progress? From well, I, uh, because in when I met you, when we met, we met at university, <laughs> right? You were really, really into like powerlifting, and you knew so much about supplements right and then you you, you influenced actually you, YJ influenced quite a few of like the people around him to where did it start from start? all this powerlifting thing yeah where, where did that start from <laughs> exactly that's a very good question yeah that's a very good question I need to know also YJ <laughs> where I just learned from Amiru la. no stop lie. it there's a lie faster tell the truth okay wait a wait a YJ is uh, downloading you, some you memories you're looking through your Facebook photos is yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> no 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 yeah. my my speaker is like, um, there's there's noise. Admiring his old self. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like, I no, need no, that no. again. <laughs> Why did I start powerlifting? I think it's because, because okay, uni was after army, and during the army, there was a certain period of time before I ORD that was quite a lot of free time, which we went to the gym a lot. So that's where all these like. Um, more serious going to the gym thing started because there were a lot of people there and there were a lot of like different people talking about things so that's where I just got more introduced to it then when I went to university I think a lot of it started with YouTube just going on YouTube and going online and just you kind of learn how to build like you first thing you most of us have Google it's like how to build muscle or how to build muscle the fastest blah 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 and then there's this bodybuildings or powerlifting. Hmm. There are two different like trains of thought. Why did you listen to six pack shortcuts right last time? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone did. Was it, was it uh, Mike Cheng? Remember that was Mike Cheng? Yeah, yeah, what is this? Six what's, this? what's this? What's this six six pack shortcuts thing? It's this guy like with this super, this buff guy. Okay, he's not super buff. He just looks good. He's on YouTube. Like get sick. Okay, he's, he's not like super the, buff. He's like he, the, he said he's not super buff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the OG, adding to like, our bodies this mafia. <laughs> it's like the original like Chloe thing right oh yeah yeah, like, yeah for yeah, guys yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, like yeah. 10 years ago it's like the okay. Chloe thing for guys Chloe thing is a Mike Chang for girls <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah, so that that was that and um, then just when you look at different power lifters and they have this whole like subculture going on and, and it's very simple like three exercises you're supposed to do okay three exercises you just keep doing it you can gain muscle right so I just started doing it and and then from there, of course, like we all have, we, I went down a rabbit hole of how to do more, how to get more from it. Um, mm. And then there was these things like going online, trying to find like how to buy chicken breast in bulk. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> you, you, got, you were buying, you were ordering massive amounts of chicken breast. Yeah. <laughs> then you would have your, your protein with like the peanut butter and everything in it. Yeah, and then like oh. getting um, peanut butter, protein, Getting peanut butter, protein, trying different kind of protein powders, trying different supplements. And I think it definitely helped or didn't help that. You, you were really big, man. I was very big. Yes, I, I did I did gain weight like like on my butt. I couldn't fit my <laughs> pants. Gain weight on your butt. <laughs> Do you remember you ripped your jeans once? You make yeah, girls yeah, jealous yeah. of that <laughs> statement, you know. Your yeah, I was just like, like I just I just grew I just grew a lot um my butt and my chest and all that, but I still didn't feel satisfied like even though like, it was last time when I was, 
first year uni and first entered uni, I was wearing the size S. I remember on Uniqlo size S. Then now, I, then at the end of it, I was wearing like size large. Because it was, I was just like filling out everything, but I still didn't feel satisfied. I, I, I still felt that I could do more. Then you go on Instagram, then you see all these different like powerlifters or weightlifters, um, how buff they look, and like like what Vince said, like, there these people that you want to look up to, that you want to be, and then you kind of learn from their routines, their their different meals they take, the different supplements they take, and then you just try, just in hopes of, I think in the end in hopes of looking like them not so much like lifting the same weight as them look like if i could with like if they could if they lift 100 kg and i could lift 50 only and, and look the same i would definitely do that so it wasn't <laughs> definitely it wasn't really about how much weight i could lift it was in the end being them and um i think looking like them because mm-hmm. because i didn't know who they were i didn't know um what kind of person they are but all I knew is that they did this, that they were doing these things to reach this body image and I just wanted to do the same thing. Um, yeah, so, which was surprising because I felt that I was strong, I was I was getting muscle, I was all that, but I still didn't feel satisfied. And I still didn't get a six-pack. The shortcuts didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so it was entirely for looks, do you think, at I, that point? I don't think it was entirely for looks. Like, I enjoyed it also. Like, I enjoyed feeling yeah. good lifting weights. I enjoyed, like, the health aspect, um, the exercise aspect. But I think when, especially when you go on Instagram and YouTube, a lot of it is all aesthetics and looks. Um, Especially when you look up to these people. You're not looking up to them because of who they are. I mean, sometimes, yes, if they're nice people on YouTube and all that, but... Um, you kind of look up to them because of how they look and, and their strength. But I would say looks definitely play like a big part of it. I don't know how much, but I would say at least like a third of it. Yeah, I mean, you always I always look in the mirror and see how come where's my six pack. But I mean, I had to stop drinking and, and eating all the nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I still There's ask so much where's the six pack. Going on, I mean, uh, to, to achieve that um, six pack image, right? And essentially yeah. like six packs is having as little body fat on your body as possible. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did eventually get a six-pack, but this year... Were you happy about it? Wow. Um, I felt terrible. That was when I was eating like 1,000 calories. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Before your so, fight, right? So, yeah, <laughs> so that, how do you think these all these like idols, these buff lords actually get their six-packs and stuff like that? Do they actually... Do, they, do you think they cheat at all? I think even if they cheat, it's still a lot of work. A mm. lot of... Um, it still takes work, it still takes effort and dedication. Um, but I think especially now or even the past few years, people have been playing around with lighting angles and filters a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. More so than, than when we started out like, I think five years ago. Yeah. Um, they used to tech- call it non-netty lighting, right? Yeah, non-netty lighting. Certain lightings you can get a six-pack. <laughs> yeah. uh, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, what about oh, you, Nigel? Um, was there ever like a moment whereby you doubted yourself whereby you need to like, be on a program to train and achieve a certain look? Like what you you, you have shared earlier, right? You're yeah. not very ha- Sometimes you're not too happy about how you look. But yeah. were you like in a point of time whereby you have invested so much into like research no. and 
I never I, I never <laughs> I, I never had so. the motivation <laughs> to do so. I love eating too much, I think. And I love uh, eating what I can when I can. Too much to even bother about um controlling what I what I eat and when okay. I Okay. So maybe so I think like it was uh, more it was more like going to gym just to improve on like, you know, strength and all that. Because okay. after a while, like it, it was just like, oh, I look like that alone. Let's just accept it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I maybe think, if yeah. right, if uh, okay, um, I mean, I mean, I know you, you, you under, you underwent some personal training or like group training classes with your colleagues also, right? Mm-hmm. And then like um, in that situation, um, I mean, when we are put in a work setting, we all have very different, um, fitness levels. Do Do yeah. you feel like you were? Stronger than them at the point of time, or like oh, uh, because of my or my old, because uh, you've been training for so long, uh, even with football and things like that. Yeah, I I think it's a it's a it's very hard to say because with my company, then, uh, half the team was 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 females. So na- I mean, naturally they're just not as as strong, right? Or they are just not as uh um, they don't have as much stamina. So I can't really compare with them, but then. As for the guys, like one of them was pretty overweight. <laughs> I mean, very, very, very overweight. So, so, so the other one was like, yeah, he he needed chocolate every time, uh. yeah, and and it was not, so it's so I I didn't really gauge my my own fitness on that. It was more like, oh, like today, why do I feel more tired than than previously, or like, and 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 a lot of it was to do with uh cardio and. Me- mm. metabolic metabolic conditioning so it's a lot a lot of it was just like a, a lot of wall wall balls which we, we we have to carry the medicine ball and throw at the wall a lot of it was squatting like continuously mm-hmm. a lot of it was pulling the damn rowing machine and for a certain distance so like uh, yeah it was just trying to push yourself like to feel as much pain as possible <laughs> while, while someone is screaming at you but oh. but, I, but I must say right but that was where I learned more about um, weightlifting than anywhere else because that was the only time when I had a proper trainer where I would ask him because I, I say like oh you know I'm I'm doing things on my own now also and can I ask you how to do you know a proper bench press for example so there were a lot of things that I hear from everyone like from y'all I'm not saying that y'all were wrong it's just that I, I just get like so many different information right that I don't know what is right and what is like. Mm-hmm. What am I doing wrongly? Then he just uh he walked through with me how to do it properly, which I think was so important. Like like things like tucking in like your 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 butt and like you know squeezing like everything in your ass from your ass to your to your back <laughs> when you're doing the. So I didn't know how much the back plays a part in your in your bench press, for example, and then things like squatting and all that. So. Uh, so I think having a personal trainer is actually quite important in the sense that you get to learn what you're doing right and wrong. That's why you pay them the big bucks also, right? For Lucky for I didn't pay my boss <laughs> for all this. So, so thank you. My, my <laughs> shout out to my old boss. <laughs> you taught him so, how to bench. Yeah. <laughs> he's strong now. But but they all, did you feel like at any point, right? Um, since Since you say like, oh, you know, you have to supplement your gym training with a lot of eating, right? Did did you at any point think like, oh, I need to sacrifice certain foods, favorite foods that I love a lot. Yes. And 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 was that was that painful? <laughs> yes, it was. I feel like I feel like I only took 
took this uh, eating se- like clean seriously mm. when I was in uni. Then I started le- reading up more about it. <laughs> and like yeah, really... Clean was hardcore, man. <laughs> oh, really? I, I read the nutritional labels like, 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 wow. <laughs> I, I was I, I think it was to a point where I was a, I, I was very obsessive I was just like I cannot eat anything that is like this amount of fat <laughs> then oh, I was like must, I was using the my fitness spell right then the counting the macros and everything at one point mm-hmm. because right. because I think now looking back right it was probably in my mind like it was the one the oh now now I can finally like you know gain muscle and I know how to gain muscle then I, I want to try to like keep doing it because like I've been trying struggling to do it my whole life and I've always been super skinny so yeah. once I started seeing results I need to keep doing it so that I wanted to yeah I just want to just keep gaining muscles uh, but then I realized that there's very it's very unsustainable because it's just a lot of effort that you take in and then there's a lot of times where you go out and then you feel guilt there, there are a number of times I went out and I felt guilty for eating something that it was not even that bad like it was just <laughs> like a, a burger or something like that <laughs> maybe we used to go out and then after we got drunk we just used to eat whatever right then the next day I'll be like horrible about <laughs> it I'm like oh I ate Burger King last night then yeah. all this nonsense <laughs> then I, I, remember, I remember Vin would, would beat himself up sometimes like oh I shouldn't have eaten that oh, I need to go to the gym oh. <laughs> <laughs> does it become a cycle for you whereby yeah. you need to atone for your previous yeah. night scenes or yeah, whatever? yeah it, it does I feel, I feel so bad about it then you know, but it's just that you want to want to see like, for example, if you see that you got abs, then you want to you do, like oh, it's like I want to keep it. I don't want to like ever lose it or whatever. You know, you just want to keep. You want to just keep keep at it. And uh, it, it, I kind of sustained it in in uni until I came back here and I started. I didn't really cook as much, and then you know uh, when I start it all it all went away when I started working because then yeah. you're on another level of like stress and time your time is so limited i still i still went to the gym but my diet totally changed like i, I was cooking for the first year in work and yeah. then i just started you know i didn't have time so i just uh you know started buying food and eating out and then slowly you 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 start to you know like gain more weight i'm getting more fat yeah. like, i guess and but also your priorities shift a bit you know from just like there's way more to life than just you know exercising and or like trying to eat clean and keep that body because the level of maintenance to keep that is so high that you sacrifice a lot of other things and a lot of other social time with your friends that is actually you know in the end you might regret you know if you don't if you just just let let loose a bit and hang out with your friends and eat whatever drink whatever whatever and yeah so I guess I guess that's when I started realizing that it's not really it's not really super sustainable. But I still enjoyed doing it. I still felt good when I exercised, even though I was tired yeah. and I went to the gym. I felt good after that. So that's why that that's why I was doing it more f- more over than just look looking good because I don't think it really. I wasn't like gaining a lot of muscles and stuff like that. So it was just like yeah. to maintain. Yeah, I think yeah. it's also important to to put it out there that exercising is good for you, like. Mentally yeah. and, and physically and all that, even spiritually, but okay, you have to no kind of <laughs> dig deeper into like the reasons why you do it. Yeah, um, because doing it is a good thing, definitely. Um, but be careful, just be aware of the reason why why you are doing it, and 
because I think that reason comes will help you will help your mental well being while you do the exercise where you where you do yeah. where you do this lifestyle. The reason you do it definitely affects it, and he's not saying that doing it to look good is wrong, um, or a bad thing. Everyone wants to look good. That's like there's no shame in that. Um, I think it really comes down to self awareness. Um, mm. And whether it's healthy and sustainable, can can you share with listeners uh, how how dangerous uh, uh, weight cuts are? <laughs> <laughs> so 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 so, sometime last year you were doing a weight cut, right? Because you wanted to enter yourself in a in a Muay Thai competition. Uh huh. And yeah. then and then I remember you had to lose your weight until like what sixty five kg was it? 63 63 from, from from how from much 72 and mind you you're already quite lean yeah. so yeah, yeah so can you tell lean. people how how what was the time frame and then how was it like like you know losing all that weight in such a short amount of time so i was i had to lose that weight in about eight weeks hmm. so it's almost one kg a week it definitely was i think it was sustained Sustainable at that time because I knew it was just for eight weeks because I had a goal in mind. Right. Uh, there was a date where I knew it would end, so that was okay. But in terms of how it affected me mentally, it was definitely um tiring in that sense. That because I guess because it's a competition, you if you didn't qualify for the weight, you couldn't enter the competition. So it was stressful in that sense, and I definitely felt afraid that I didn't couldn't make the weight and it's definitely tough because I was eating about I was eating about thousand to thousand five calories a day and burning about three thousand Wait what were uh, your meals wow. like? What what do you eat? Sadness <laughs> <laughs> I was sustained by passion and <laughs> um no I ate fish, um uh, white just white fish, egg egg whites, veggies, steak yeah, this doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, it actually, too bad. Yeah. it actually isn't too bad. It was nutritionally nutrition nutritionally dense food. Okay. Um, but the quantity Mentally. was the problem. Oh, okay. okay. Um, because it had to be nutritionally dense. If not, I would, I wouldn't, be, I would die. I couldn't eat like thousand calories worth of chocolate or or beer. Um, <laughs> it had to be um nutritionally dense and but it was the quantity that sucked. So if I was, so I had to look up things like um low calorie snacks that were that would fill fill the body. So like um I would add coconut um husks. Is it husk? Like the thing that Sizzle, you add husk. Cilium husk, yes. Into my shake so it will fill up, it will it will bloat me up. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. So all these kind of different tactics. Um I would sit in front of the TV and eat eat like peanuts. Huh? Just a bit I would I would measure how much peanuts to eat. Um yeah it was definitely tough. I managed to reach so the plan was to reach 65 kg like a few days from the fight and then cut water weight then um but i didn't manage to do that because the fight got cancelled oh no <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> uh, so all that six weeks off and um, then what do you do the day the fight got cancelled oh uh, i went to um shake shack <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah it was definitely tough like mentally it was i think it was tougher mentally than anything because um, physically I knew it would, it would and, um, and I got used to it um, but I had to exercise a lot to reach like 3,000 calories or 2,005 burn 
Hmm. Um, so I had to like cycle or do cardio for like two hours a day. All that. Hmm. Um, but I definitely um, took the opportunity to look in the mirror a lot. Because hmm. I had the, the six pack going. Checking yourself uh, out. Yo. Yeah, I got lean. So thankfully I have those memories in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that, is that more beneficial to your body image? That means your own perception of your of how you look? Or does that make it worse? Does it intensify the fact that now you don't look like that? For me, this for me personally, I, I, yeah. I can't say for anyone else, but yeah. it definitely helped to know that I could reach that. Mm. I knew when I would reach that, what weight and what it took to reach that. So mm. at 68 kg, I, I had the six pack ready. So it was all good. I, I knew what I had to do to reach that um, point. So for, so it, look, looking at myself now, I haven't exercised much the past few months, the past two months. Um, so there's definitely a change, but for me, I think I am used to that change because I do go through periods where I exercise and I don't exercise. Like mm-hmm. I ran that 300 km and after that I stopped running. So I, I go through <laughs> periods like that. If, I don't think it's very good, but I'm okay with it because I know this is what I, I do. It's the kind of, um, st- my, my kind of my style, but... I can definitely see how it may affect other people's body image to know that um, that they're not what they used to be. And I think that stems from the reason why you are doing it. Because for me, the reason was athletic performance and competition. And not really at the point of like, I was getting skinny or doing that kind of routine because I wanted to look a certain way. Right. So I think for me that's why it was okay. But I, I think if it was coming from another reason or point of view, I I don't think it would be healthy for me. What about you, Amiro? I know you're on this um fit journey as well. They haven't been on the I mean, I've been eating so much eh. yesterday I just ate four thousand five and the day before I ate like five thousand. So you're calories. you're counting your calories. Yeah. Uh, yeah and but I'm not really restricting it based on macros or anything. Right. Like, um, but you've uh, been exercising regularly for about what, four years now, five years? Regularly? I would say that I was exercising but without a purpose. Mm. So I think last year, right, I think um, like what y'all have shared, right, um, sacrifices have to be made and you, y'all need to find a reason, a reason to exercise, right? So I think mine stemmed from heartbreak last year also. So uh no no it's okay it's a, it's a positive uplifting story okay, okay, I would say. Okay, okay. Yeah um because right um like what, what like YJ's journey like how he got there so um last year I measured myself again and I was 110 kilos <laughs> uh right. I think like just from like anyhow eating even though like I was exercising right but I wasn't exercising with a purpose yeah. it wasn't intense I was just going through the motions and like it was a it was a habit but it remains status quo, you know, like you will never get better at things and, and, and things like that. So I had to reevaluate, I had to t- sit down and think like, okay, well, so what now? What do I do next? Like, it's the start of a new like journey for me because like, like being yeah. single and all that, right? Right. So I had to um, reconsider my, what I'm eating, is it correct or wrong? Am I doing the correct training programming and things like that? So it essentially was an entire lifestyle change for me. So I, instead of like taking the bus everywhere, I walked everywhere instead to clock in my steps. So I would walk to the train station. I would alight um, two to three stations uh, when I was going home, right? I would alight, I stay in Boon Lay. So I would alight at Chinese Garden and Jurong East and then walk home for like an hour. 
and then nice. uh, all these um, small things are like just to increase and it clears my mind off a lot of things I became so much happier I, it helped me like get through the physical um, pains of heartbreak and things like that like I, I got I don't know I just became like like what you said uh, YJ you said earlier that like, uh, mentally become better also uh, we get you achieve a state of mental clarity as well Mm-hmm. And 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 training got so much better lah, and after all that, after a, a year, not even not even like my sh- my what's it called secondary school shortcut right? I took a year to lose twenty kilos. Oh yeah, yeah. So the time difference is there, but right now I feel it's more sustainable. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. I my my goal is to never have a six pack anyway, so I don't really care if I have a six pack or not. But yeah. I, uh, like um for me, I want to remain strong lah, and like lifting weight makes me really really happy. Um, being able to lift. Heavy stuff, <laughs> and, and yeah, yep. finding peace with that. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure you all have your own similar stories of like why you all train, right? Like yeah. you, uh, like for Vin, why why you just shared that before 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 our recording, you shared that you ran twenty one kilometers, and mm. Nigel and I walked fourteen kilometers yesterday. Yeah, and we felt like <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all did. And, yeah, nice. and we all like, felt like oh my god, this is damn tough. And then, like you just casually casually shared that you just ran twenty one. It wasn't it wasn't a casual yeah. run at all. Like, hey guys, anyway, by the way, I just ran twenty one km. Nothing no, big. I didn't <laughs> say that. Why? Why did you say? No, I I I think that um okay. So so a little like backstory to I I I hate I hate running. I always hated running since I was a kid, and I even failed my two point four for the longest time, mm. and. Because uh, I struggled I mean I, I It's I, I really struggled To run And I hate I hated running I just hated all aspects of running I thought it was super boring I thought it was like Yeah it's just not for me And I could never ever Put, put myself Force myself to run so I just had to force myself Like when I was sec 4 To Try to pass my 2.4 And run And then you know It was kind of like Dragging my feet To do it So I And after I did it I just like Okay I've done I don't, I'm not gonna I don't wanna run anymore I enjoyed playing football <laughs> and stuff, but I just like when an uh, act of running and not doing anything but run is like I just hated it. Of course, in NS I was forced to run and stuff like that. Even then, I never enjoyed it. I just had to do it because everyone was doing it, you know. And I had to do it to pass my IPPT la. and mm-hmm. that was it. But it was only it was I think because circuit breaker, then um, the gyms closed. That was one thing, and another thing was at the beginning of year I I, I was telling myself like I need to start. I want to start upping my cardio fitness just because I felt like I wasn't very active cardio-wise. I was playing football, but I felt mm. really tired very easily when I was playing football. So I, I needed to to start doing more cardio just to you know be able to up my stamina a bit. That, that, that was my reasons at the start. So during Circuit Breaker, we started, I started running more. And then, of course, we did that whole challenge where we ran 120k. I mean, I ran 120k <laughs> yep. a month uh, for that one month. But by then the next month I continued doing that. I just I, I actually felt the urge to run more. I was quite motivated to run actually the next month. Because I felt really good after I finished each run. I felt my mind was clear. Mm. I felt happier. Mm. I felt that I was more sharp when I was thinking and and just gen generally was kinda looking forward to the next run. Even though it sucks when you're doing it. Like it really sucks when you're doing it and you're like really dying when you're doing it. But when you overcome it and you finish it, right? There's this like feeling of achievement and you overcame something that was tough mm. and that was how I felt then the following month and since then I've been like trying to regularly 
not I, I don't say I'm forcing myself because I feel like I'm quite motivated to do it to run at least three times a week and like do a long run and stuff like that because when once you're I think the hardest part is do it, starting to do it and then once you're doing it there are moments where you feel like you are in a you're in like this stride and you're in your zone and you're okay and there's a there are a lot of moments that you're really struggling and you're really 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 struggling but once you overcome that right I really can't explain it I just feel it just feels really good to overcome that yeah. and then and then mm. you just feel like oh I, actually I can do more I can I, I, I felt like so I felt so good now and the next time and of, of course it makes you fitter so the next time you can go longer so that's that's kind of well where my journey is now and I and I and I feel very motivated to keep doing it because I feel good after that. And it's not it's not really for the numbers, uh. Although the, although I do get motivated by numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what's your cl- distance clock now? No, I I've, I've been running about like hundred a month. Oh my or god! Like, fuck. like last month was like hundred and ten, I think. But it oh, it's wow. not really about that lah. It's more like I really do feel motivated to yeah. after after running. And if you do it in the morning, right, then you feel like once you overcome something in like, like in the morning, then you feel like every most of the other things not as bad as what you just went through in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Some I'm the yeah, opposite of you, yeah. For me, yeah. Uh, I, I place my gym sessions at night so that I have something to look forward to, like something that makes you really, really happy. Yeah, mm. I'm seeing, I, I can't wake up early in the morning, so most of my runs are actually at night. Uh, also, also. <laughs> 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 but but when you when you do do it in the morning, it feels it feels good, and mm. most importantly, I'm not really because I'm still I still go to the gym, uh, also. But it's more like it's really not for to look like it's not really for blokes uh. I think it's because it's a good release either at the end of the day or beginning of the day and it's something that is it's like a lifestyle uh. you can't it, you can't just say like I'm gonna go to the gym for like 6 months and then that's it I, I guess you can work towards something but in the long run if you don't have that baseline of exercise or something that makes you feel good and motivates you that's that's when I think that you can you can suffer mentally because uh. it's more I think it's mostly a mental thing for me at least yeah mm. Nigel what, what, message. What, what do you I, I think yeah that's very important so and Nigel you also shared that uh, you sign up with a long time with a gym right Anytime Fitness yeah yeah. yeah so yeah. what what before, before this you, you, you shared that um, you only joined the gym because of us but yeah. now you on, on your own accord you joined a gym so what, mm. what possessed you Nigel Possessed you? <laughs> no, I no, I I do I do identify with what what Vince said actually about about how like you 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 feel a sense of satisfaction when you hit a new like personal record or like um uh you increase the number of weights that you do things like that. So so I only do a set, a few exercises and uh, I try to increase it each month. So. Mm. So I realized from from our from our Tiala June challenge where we were, we were doing the our running distance right we were also doing hundred sets of uh, eh, hundred reps of uh, push ups, uh, squats and sit ups right yeah so I realized like when I went back to gym I I became stronger in terms of like doing bench presses and doing squats and things like that so so yeah well, whatever you say about setting like like feeling a sense of satisfaction after you after you do something achieve something that you didn't think was possible a few years ago it's quite it's quite a good feeling la. but I, I did one add one extra um, uh, set of exercise where 
now because I, I've I managed to fix my bike because the, the one thing I really hate about running right is that I always see the same thing and I cannot run far you know so I always see the same thing I get very bored of it very mm. easily so now with the bike right I'm able to go a little bit further you know like I managed to go and like because I like seeing new things so I, I like to explore and I like to like go to like Pongo and go to um like Sentosa and see what's there and then now I want to try like the round island route which is like 100km kind of thing wow, but nice. I only went as far as like Pongo to Serangoon to Paileba then back so but I don't know how, mu- how much how many km is that I don't, I don't bother about the distance Shava. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the numbers don't motivate you. Right. <laughs> 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 the numbers don't motivate me. Yet. I just, I just want to see like, uh, what else is there? Like, what, what? Because you haven't hit have a certain seen? number yet. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's Once why. Once you go past a certain number, you, you, you want to do more already. Yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Because so, so the furthest I've, I've ever been is only to like, um, Sentosa, then to Tanjung Pagar and back. That, but that's it. You ride yeah. across the bridge uh, to Sentosa. Do you have, yeah, to, yeah, you have yeah. to pay to go in? No, no, no. No, if... Because those, those people that walk along the bridge, they don't pay. Oh. So I, I walk... I, I cycle along that bridge and then I cycle to the... What was that called? The At the end, it's Tanjong Beach, right? I think. Mm. And then you cycle one round and then you come... And then you turn back. Then you turn in at... Yeah. So that, that, that one is quite fun. Because when you cycle at night, right? And then like, there's nobody. So... It's quite shock. Do you know what do you know what I find show if I if I go on a run on, on Friday night and I run yeah. past MBS and see everyone drinking and I'm just like <laughs> running past <laughs> Yeah man. I I we I did that a lot in June. I was like, Rub I it in your it, face, is it? It felt quite good to to do that. I was like, I used to do that, but now this is better, right? Right, right? I keep telling myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but actually it's like you're crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I think I guess a lot of things coming to exercise is that or this whole topic is a lot of it is like transformation and having that that transformative experience that we, we all want we all want to be better we all want to to look better to be stronger to feel better um and i think that really what stems what a lot of access why we do this comes from um and it's tr- it's being aware whether it's harmful to to your mental health I think that's important like I think at the start all of us had roughly the same roughly similar experiences on why we started and we all started from like an uninformed um, position I would say like uninformed about what the benefits are from exercising going to the gym what the benefits are of um, having people to look up to like now we I think if we look up to certain people it's because of kind of like the right reasons um, not saying mm. that that the mental, uh, not saying like the body image thing is definitely all out the window. There's there's yep. definitely a certain aspect of that. Mm-hmm. Like I watched Nick Bar, that's why I wanted to run, and, and that's why we did that that Tiala June challenge. Oh, I didn't know <laughs> that. This is that's new to me. Yeah, it was all <laughs> I've been watching so much of him, <laughs> but he was the cause of, and he was the cause of all this because I like shit like. I go can, one more, man. Go one more. <laughs> that's why he says. Yeah, go one more. And Embrace the suck. And I think it's using that as a good reason to motivate you. Like, yeah. like wanting to look at him and like now, like, I and I don't think that would happen without us going through that phase at the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
There's some sick satisfaction with pain. Right? Actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you won't feel the high without the lows. Yeah. And you need to work for this pain, you know. It's yeah. not like a transaction whereby you can just pay for it. Yeah. yeah, the pain will come only after you've done like 80% of the work and then the pain will come like, and then you get like the the shortness of overcoming it. Thank, thanks Nick Bar for, uh, Bear for, for, Shout for out. helping us. Shout out Nick Bear. Um, <laughs> we, let's, let's have you on. <laughs> yeah, yeah Nick, Nick Bar, you are definitely shredded. Okay, You're definitely buff and big. Yeah, don't, don't listen <laughs> to the haters. You're helping us with our body image issues. Okay, so you're telling Next me I should young. After all this talking for one hour, I should buy the app, right? I should just pay ninety nine dollars. <laughs> exactly, you should Nick, buy. Uh, Vin, Vin, just say the code, la. <laughs> yeah. Just say your affiliate code. <laughs> this app was brought to you by Bear Performance Nutrition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the app name. Um, type in Pakish Podcast in the. <laughs> Maybe code. we should make our own app also. What What would we call it? What would it do? Uh, Pakish Pin. Wow. Wow. Okay, Nigel, please elaborate. Make sure you feel pain. Record it in the <laughs> record it in the app. Your pain meter. Painometer. <laughs> if you the more pain you feel, the the more stars we give you and the more, the more puckish points. Yeah, yeah. puckish points and stars we will give you. And then what will they get from the points? More pain. A better ni- a nicer <laughs> body la. I don't know. <laughs> or or managing to to achieve your goals law, I guess. <laughs> But thanks, thanks for listening to our, to us bearing our souls, about how we dealt with our different body image uh, issues during our childhoods. <laughs> thanks for following us on this journey as we, uh, you know, went through a series of bad decisions to make our lives uh, and bodies look better. <laughs> but now we, are, I think we are all in a better place, right? <laughs> I think. Yeah, we all we all kind of find our, uh, we found our identity within this whole fitness health thing well check back with us in a year and see what we say about this <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. we might all be like, <laughs> bucks. we're gonna be the guys in MBS having drinks uh, and what, like yeah. insulting the people running outside maybe it's losers yeah, and, oh, yeah. and, and laughing at people running past us <laughs> maybe that was the right. one good thing uh, that happened during circuit breaker yeah, yeah. yeah I think so like I getting really into so. running Thank happy you. circuit breaker ended yeah no more running for me <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you You're supposed to end On a positive note Ariel Stop it Yeah you just ruined Ruined our ending statement No Yeah fuck No Like what YJ said We all found our uh, Definition of happiness For fitness Okay fine fine That's fair enough That's a, that's a positive statement And with yeah. that we'll end Thank you Let's not, let's not ruin his identity yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Let's not call him out for that Sorry, Good on so you yeah, Let's not shame him Good on you Okay, you we'll shame you off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can catch us on all your favorite listening platforms. Thank you and good night. Yeah.